0: We had the incredible privilege today to learn Yavam Mishtaf Chav Just a quick Chazorah. We continued on 24a with an explanation of the Mishnah that we saw in Chav Gimel Amad Beis. And the Gimar quoted the idea that in any of these situations, if the brothers acted at married instead of doing Chalitza or instead of following the proper order, so the halacha is we don't make them divorce their wives, and the gemara explained that's because it's the worst case scenario is it's a chalutza, and a chal, even if they're kohanim, a chalutza is only derabanan. To which the gemara said, really, chalutza is only derabanan. The gemara questioned that because we thought that chalutza. Ultimately, Yagin was learned that from a Pasek, to which the Gemara says, no, the Isr of a Chalutza to a coin is only a Din D'rabanon, and the Pasek is an Asmachta, and even when the Rabbanon were gozer on a Chalutza, they were only gozer in a case of Chalutza Vadai, but not a case of Safek Chalutza. Incredible. We then saw the Mishnah that explained, Mitzvah Be'gadol the the Mitzvah is on the oldest brother. To do Yibum. But however, if one of the younger brothers preempted the older brother and did Yibum, the younger brother's Yibum is effective. The Gemara went through a whole drush regarding the psukim. Torah uses the word Bihar. and we thought initially that perhaps the Torah is telling us that the mitzvah of Yibum only applies or primarily applies to a Bihar. Kamash Mulan, the Gemara explains that no, Bihar in this context means oldest. The mitzvah of Yibum, this is we saw how the Rambam paskins, when there is a Yibum situation, it is the oldest surviving brother who has the first obligation. We then, if he does not want to do yibum, we go to the other brothers. And if no one wants to do yibum, then halacha l'mayseh, we go back to the oldest brother, and we tell him, now you have to do either yibum or halitza. I, the Gimara said in the beginning of Ahmed Beiz, if that's the case, then why does the Torah refer to the oldest brother as a bachar? To which the Gimara explained, because halacha l'mayseh, it's actually a limiting statement. It's to limit his inheritance rights like a bachar. Meaning, that when, let's say, for example, Reuven passes away, leaves behind a widow without children, and Shimon does Yibum. Shimon. So first of all, again, if Shimon is the oldest brother, he has the first right. If he doesn't exercise it, so we go down the list of brothers. If no one wants to do anything, we go back to Shimon. We say you have to make a choice. You do Yibum or Chalitza. Let's assume that Shimon does Yibum. So the halach is that Shimon inherits ruvain. but Shimon's inheritance of Ruven is like the halachos of a Bachar. And just like when a Bachar, when a firstborn child inherits his father, and he inherits Pishnaim a double portion, that double portion is only in what's called Muktzah, only property that is currently owned by the father not property or not or not fine or money that is owed to the father Bachar only gets his double portion in that which is mukhsak currently owned by the estate but not a double portion in that which is owed so the Halokh is that a brother who does yibum has the same inheritance law as a bachar incredible. We then saw the Mishnah on Chavdal HaMebez that explained that if there are rumors about a person having an inappropriate Jewish man having an inappropriate relation with a non-Jewish woman, a Shifcha, or an Akamor non-Jewish woman, and the Shifcha subsequently freed, or the non-Jewish woman subsequently converts, the Jewish man should not marry her. Again, obviously with the logic, why shouldn't he marry her? Because by marrying her, he seems to lend legitimacy to the rumors. However, the Mishnah said, if he went ahead and he married her anyway, the is, haloch is that we do not go ahead and make them get divorced. So the Gemara was intrigued by this because the Gemara says you're making it sound like the problem is that they're getting married. What about the fact that she's converting for the sake of marrying a Jewish man? Isn't a conversion for any ulterior motives by definition invalidated? To which the Gemara says that halochah ma'isa, there is a machlokas. Fundamental locus, a general locus. So first of all, again, we quoted opinions that say we go ahead and we don't accept converts in a time where the Jewish people are, we'll call it on top. Prosperous, no persecution, everything fine, because then there's a question about the legitimacy of the, co- of, the of the conversion. Perhaps a person is just converting to be on the winning team. We only go ahead and accept converts of the Gemara called Bezman like in times like this where there's difficulty, there's challenges, there's persecution, but yet interestingly enough, the Gemara says we are the opinion lemaysa, of what that in the event that a person did convert for an ulterior motive, right? We know there's an ulterior motive, but we also know that they converted with proper Kabbalah, they've accepted Hashem, they've accepted Torah and Mitzvot, even though we are very unhappy about the presence of ulterior motives, the conversion is the conversion is accepted. Conversion is accepted. We also saw the Mariel who explained the beautiful idea that the same way that we don't go ahead and accept gerim in the messianic era, the Mariel said you also won't be able to do chuva in the Messianic era. And it's really one and the same. We only accept Gerim when there is some type of challenge. Right where there's a challenge involved in conversion. But where conversion becomes a logical choice because everyone sees the oneness of Hashem and the greatness of Kal Yisrael, we don't accept converts similarly. Tshuva is only meaningful when there's a challenge to it. When Mashiach comes and everything becomes clear, there's no challenge in Tshuva, therefore it won't be accepted. Therefore the Maril says, because we go ahead and we dive in for Mashiach each and every day, we must also make sure to not delay our tshuva and to fix the things we need to fix and to rectify the things that need to be rectified now. Because again, if that which we dab in for every day, mirta shem comes true, which it will, the coming of Mashiach will lose out on the opportunity to do proper tshuva. So whatever we have to do tshuva for, maybe zocha to do it today. We'll pick up at the two dots on tomorrow. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.